Welcome to Pepper and Fuchs Plugged In, where automation professionals can stay in touch with the latest enhancements in sensing, data communication, and control. Welcome, everybody, to Pepper and Fuchs Plugged In. And today I am with Mike McCabe. Good morning, Mike. Good morning, Helga. How are you? I'm, I'm doing just fine, thank you. Hey, Mike, tell me what we're talking about. We are talking about an IO-Link stack light today. So we've had a 40 millimeter version before in our portfolio and, we, and we've just added the 70 millimeter version. So we wanna talk about that today. Okay, so why, you know, 40 millimeter, 70 millimeter, doesn't sound like a, like a big deal, but why did we add this, uh, this offering to our portfolio? Well, for good customer service, we we have cu some customers that have already been using the 70 millimeter version and adding this to our portfolio makes it easy to, I guess, move on to using IO-Link instead because they already have a lot of the 70 millimeter elements uh, being used in their application. Okay. Yeah. We need to, we need to talk about the, the setup of these. Now, I believe earlier on, you mentioned to me that there was a specific application that was recently brought to your attention in the airport world. Can you tell me about that a bit? Yeah, sure. Yeah. So when uh, passengers are uh, arriving from their long flights, they're walking over to baggage claim and what's happening at baggage claims. And if you've been there, you've seen it is when the conveyor starts, the conveyor that's going to bring out the luggage. So everyone's standing around waiting for their luggage. There's usually some kind of indication that lets people know that the conveyor is about to start and the bags are about to start coming out. Right. And that is, uh, I guess, <laughs> um, the application that we were helping out with recently. The issue was horns are used and lights are used and flashing lights are used. All those things. Uh, yeah. Exactly, exactly. And so IO-Link, of course, was was easy. Um, and they already had 70 millimeter, you know, stack lights there. And so adding the IO-Link uh, just made sense. Um, they essentially wanted to upgrade their installation because there was a benefit that they got from IO-Link? There was a benefit, yeah. Um, there sometimes is a problem where, you know, if there's something wrong Let's say, you know, maybe they just, the, the worker would manually switch on the light right before the conveyor would start. Or maybe they would manually switch on the buzzer. Uh, sometimes there would be issues and what happened, what we found were they were actually completely disconnecting the, the whole fixture. So if there was a problem, if something was wrong, if um, something occurred, they would just disconnect it instead of maybe going and getting the maintenance to fix it. And the problem there was, you know, maybe maybe the dad wasn't looking and and his son was running on the conveyor and there was no indication that the in, that the conveyor was about to start and it started up and maybe the kid falls down and now you have some yeah, not no unhappy customers. Yeah. 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 So obviously the the topic there then is is diagnostics. And that's that's one of the things we've said all along. IO-Link offers a new level of diagnostics. Oh, it does. Yeah, yeah. So specifically for this example, you know, maybe there was uh, in the airport, maybe they have, uh, let's see, baggage claim A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, or whatever. Uh, if I was monitoring, you know, the stack lights, I could go in on my computer remotely and I could see, you know, well, 
Are yep. all of the current stack lights uh, currently connected to the system or has someone gone in and just taking it off offline completely? And so you get a little bit of uh, indication that way. And also you can yep. specifically, since you can name the sensors, the devices now with IOLink, you know, you can easily see, well, okay, well, which one's not showing up there? Oh, baggage claim B. Okay. Let's send somebody down there to check it out and see what's going on. Yep. So Mike, while, while this is a, a great application, we don't want to give the impression that this is a, a, a product that's only used and only useful in airports. So let's, let's keep the diagnostics aspect in mind. Um, but of course, it can be used in any type of machine where you need to have indication, where you need to have advanced warning. Correct. Right? It's, it's universal. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Great. Well, these things are used all over. I mean, conveyors are used everywhere. They're really popular on conveyors, but they can be used all over factories. Now, this is a very popular product. Very good. Tell me a bit about, and you indicated that at the onset of our conversation, you talked about lighting segments, lighting modules. This is a completely customizable solution. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, uh, and maybe I can just paint the picture of, you know, if someone's listening to this and they're not sure what a stack light is, I mean, it's just these little, you know, I'm holding it in my hand right now. I have little cylinders, maybe, um, I don't know, a couple inches tall. And I can put one on top of the other up to five in this case. And those little cylinders, uh, they can light up different colors depending on whatever color you want. So if you want, you know, red, green, and yellow, and then maybe a horn on top, you know, now you have a four element stack light essentially. And depending okay. on your application, you know, maybe the... Let, let, let me interrupt you there. Oh, let me interrupt you there. Uh, basically, what, what are the modules that we offer to configure, to self-configure a stack line. Oh yeah. Well, uh, of course, different colors. So you've got, you know, red, green, blue, white, orange, lemon, yellow. Uh, but then you also have horns and there's different types of horns just depending on what you need. So you can do a horn that's not too loud. You can do a horn that's very loud. You can do a horn that's going to be set up to uh, pause. So it goes on and off, on and off, on and off, or it's just a permanent sound. Um, but then we even have ones that have eight different tones. So maybe one tone indicates one thing while an, uh, another tone indicates something completely different. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. And the lights, the lights also come, if I remember correctly, as constantly on or flashing lights. Uh, that's correct. Yep. If the customer needs a, a pulsing light, uh, they can get that as well. Okay. Okay. So in a sense, you buy what you need, you kind of with a bayonet type connection, click the the, se the segments together and, and then you have the stack light you need. Exactly. Yep. Super easy. Excellent. Excellent. All right. Um, let me, let me summarize and uh, then remember five words or less, what do you want our listeners to take away? You think about that while I try to summarize. Mm, okay. So the, an IOLink stack light has the benefit, the added benefit of offering diagnostics. If someone disconnects a stack light, you can know that at the PLC at the control level. Secondly, we offer a large number of module of segments, lighting segments, horn segments that can be put together 
to configure the most appropriate stack light for the application. Does that about summarize That's pretty it? good. You're pretty good at this. Yep. All right, good. So now it's your turn. Five words or less. What do you want us to take away from our conversation? Okay, today? try this one out. Pepperl and Fuchs, more ways to enlighten you. Oh, that's that's pretty cool. <laughs> that's pretty cool, yeah, I know. Okay, I already feel enlightened. <laughs> Mike, as always, thank you very You're much. Welcome. And I'm I'm sure we'll we'll discuss some some additional IOLink products in the next uh, few months. Absolutely, yep. Thank you very much. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Welcome back to the second segment of Pepper and Fuchs Plugged In. And uh, on this segment, in this segment, I have Eduardo Bustillos with me. Hello, Eduardo. Hi, Helga. Thank you for having me today. Oh, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. You have a, a rather interesting part, an interesting sensor accessory for us today, don't you? Yes, I do. Today, we're going to be talking about a new set of exchange brackets that we're introducing for our inductive sensors. Okay. So start at the beginning, please. Exchanger bracket. What is it? Well, basically, these are special mounting brackets used in applications uh, specifically where inductive sensors have to be replaced frequently. Um, they make replacing them pretty pretty simple and pretty easy. Okay, okay. So the why you want to use it, could you dive into that a little bit deeper? Yeah, of course. So they essentially make uh, swapping out sensors pretty quick and easy. They ensure that the face of the sensor is at the same distance every time whenever um, whenever you go to replace the sensor. So this is a product used in certain types of applications? Yes. So this is mainly used in applications where sensors are seeing a lot of damage, um, very demanding applications where the sensors might face some, some kind of abuse. And that's really where, uh, where, these where these brackets come into play. Okay. So tell us why is an exchanger bracket better than mounting via regular mounting nuts? Well, first, they ensure that the mounting accuracy is the same in between sensors. With inductive sensors, just a deviation of a few millimeters, it can affect the operation. So mounting accuracy is, is critical with inductive sensors. And these brackets ensure that the, that the sensor face doesn't deviate too much from where the user might want them to be installed. And it makes replacing them really quick. So precision is a factor that was designed into our exchanger bracket? That's correct. Yep. Yep. Precision. Tell us, I guess, please correct me if I'm wrong. I guess there are other similar solutions out uh, in the marketplace. Why is ours better? What makes it special? So our particular set of exchanger brackets, one, the sensor fixing mechanism that ensures the face is in the same spot. Ours is made out of plastic. Um, some other models, they might be made out of something like metal and... Which, which initially sounds actually better, right? But it's not, I take it. Right. Yeah, you're right. So with metal, with the metal fixing mechanism, for the most part, it will be fine. But some sensors, they can experience some type of latching or false triggers just based off of the the geometry of the bracket and just the sensitivity of the of that particular sensor. So with a plastic fixing mechanism, it completely eliminates the potential for any interference or latching or false triggers that you might see on a 
metal, uh, an all metal bracket. But we should make sure we're we're getting this point across. The the exchanger bracket itself is of course a metal device. There are just certain pieces made from plastic so that the operation is optimal. Is that true? Yep, that's correct. So just the fixing mechanism, the part that actually touches the sensor face and is going to be in the path of the inductive field, that part is plastic, but the rest of the bracket is metal. Uh, okay, okay. So can you can you take us through the installation process of an exchanger bracket? Sure. So the initial installation, whenever you install a sensor with an exchanger bracket, it's going to be the exact same as when you install a regular sensor, um, the bracket is sort of shaped like a sleeve and it slides around the housing of the sensor. And then once you install it on the sensor, you can install it the same as you would a sensor in a typical application with a through hole and two mounting nuts. The real benefit comes when you have to replace the sensor because once you replace it, you don't have to dial in the distance that it is away from the target yep. um, and you can do it quickly without without any tools once it's already installed yeah the precision is built into the design of the unit you just slide it in and you you lock it in place and it's there with high precision yep that's correct so what different sizes do we support with the exchanger bracket so right now we have them for our eight millimeter 12 millimeter 18 millimeter and 30 millimeter diameter inductive sensors. So clearly the most common inductive sensor sizes are covered. That's where the bulk of the applications are. Right. Excellent. Excellent. So as you know, Eduardo, we always, um, I always have this question. Give me, give me five words that our listeners should take away. And while you think about your five words, your five word statement, I'm trying to summarize it for our listeners. So the exchanger bracket is a, a metal fixing device that allows for the fast and precise replacement and exchange of sensors in highly abusive environments. And our design is tool-free, and also it utilizes a, at a certain section that could possibly interfere with the operation of the sensor. We use a plastic material and therefore assure that the sensor works just as normal no impact from the exchanger bracket itself. Yep, that's exactly right. I think you hit the nail on the head, Helga. Excellent, excellent. Thank you very much. So, your five words, please. Precise sensor replacement made easy. All right, I think we covered two very important terms here, precision and simplicity. Excellent, excellent statement. Thank you, Eduardo, and uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. This was Pepper and Fuchs Plugged In. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Pepper and Fuchs Plugged In. Please subscribe to our channel and never miss hearing about the latest innovations in factory automation.